Hello and welcome to the Safe Space for Black Girls Career Advice Podcast. I am so glad that you decided to join me today. My name is Merritt, and I'm the founder and creator of Safe Space for Black Girls, the career advice column. Safe Space for Black Girls is a safe space for Black women to get valuable advice from a Black woman, especially tailored for Black women, to find their best career solutions. It is your platform to be honest, vulnerable, and your true unapologetic Black self. Whether it's a question about how to tailor your resume, prepare for an interview, salary negotiations, getting career clarity, or one of my absolute favorites, how to stay professional among unprofessional colleagues, this column is a space for honest, non-judgmental conversations to help you reach your career goals. I am your champion to get you through career challenges and most importantly, to remind you of your Black Girl magic. A little bit about me. Throughout my career and life, uh, advocacy has been the through line since I can remember. I believe it is important to always be connected to the community that I've come from. My background is in HR and specifically in recruiting. I started to notice a trend. My close friends, families, and I were all experiencing similar challenges in our professional careers. And although I was able to provide them with helpful advice and career clarity, I couldn't help but wonder how many other Black women were facing similar issues and needed help. Thus, here we are, Safe Space for Black Girls, the career advice column. So, On this podcast, each week I answer a question that I've received and I provide tailored recommendations and tailored advice for next steps. So make sure you subscribe and tune in weekly. Also, if you have a career question, don't be shy. Ask me your question. You can simply complete a career question form and that link is in the description. All right, so let's kick off with the question of the day. All right, so this question comes from Mary, and she's in the ATL, shawty. All right, her question is, how do you encourage your company to increase diversity so that there is a reflection with more faces like you in the workplace? Mary, girl. Aside from salary negotiations, diversity, equity, and inclusion is my absolute favorite topic as well. I love DEI. I read specifically race. I think race is something that fascinates me because it's real, but it's really not. Uh, Toni Morrison has a quote about the only race that is even in existence is the human race. And all these constructs that we have. So race is something that's fascinating to me. Uh, DEI is something that's fascinating to me. And when I say DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion, I'm not talking about trainings that we acknowledge white guilt and then we have these odd spaces for white self-discovery while all the issues of black women and people of color already face are just kind of sitting there watching them go through self-discovery. I mean, like true uh, fans of getting into 
how we change these institutions. And let me just say, I'm not the only one who talks about these DEI trainings. There is a great Medium article. I will put the link in the description. And it's written by a white woman who talks about exactly what I described. Okay, so anyways, when I saw this question, I got super hyped. So your question is really multifaceted and because there's so many layers and I want to really zero in on three things. And this is my advice for you approaching these specific conversations with your supervisor and or leaders and or peers for that matter when you're talking about diversity, equity, inclusion. So the first thing I would say is ensure that your company really is invested in DEI. And so it's one thing for a company to say that they care about DEI, and it's another for them to show it in their mission, in their core values. It's another way for them to be living what they're actually saying. And so you want to start doing research on your company. You want to do an assessment to see if their actions really are behind their words. Are there BIPOC, are there Black, Indigenous, people of color in leadership positions, or is it an all-white leadership board? Are there policies, procedures, cultural norms all around DEI? If there are, fantastic. It sounds like that is a great environment. In my earlier point, if a company's core value is creating a diverse environment, but all of its leadership is white, then that is when you bring up your observation and say that you want to align and live the value of the organization. This is when you also advocate for more BIPOC, Black, Indigenous, people of color staff, and present them with suggestions on where to look. We will assume the best and assume that they don't already know where to look. Side note, I do unfortunately recognize that this is extra labor for you to come up with specific ways to help with diversity efforts, especially if you're not in HR. Technically, this isn't even your responsibility, but to contribute to the larger goal, you may have to push this point a little bit more. So again, this first thing is really ensure that your company is invested. If they're not invested, then there are specific ways you can share your observations for them to get invested and for them to align themselves with their mission and their core values. Number two, find a champion. Is there a person in leadership who is aligned with your beliefs around DEI? Do they have clout? I would get on the same page with your champion so you both are aligned with your requests. It's also worth mentioning that a champion doesn't have to be a person in leadership. I do think it could help to have a leader, but I don't think that that's the only way for anyone to make an impact in their company or organization when it comes to DEI. I do think it's more important to make sure that you have someone aligned so that it can help drive that same point home. In the same vein with you finding your champion, you could also create an employee resource group in ERG with others who were also aligned. There are mixed reviews with ERGs, but when it's done right, they really are powerful groups that have major impact on a company. Harvard Business Review, and I also will make sure that this link is available in the description, has a really great article that is specific for Black ERG groups. I have had experience with being a part of ERG groups 
And I was a part of being able to contribute to some big policies within the company. So depending on how your company runs it and or depending on the clout for the people who run the ERG, then this could also be a really great space for you to be able to contribute and also really push the company for there to be more beautiful black faces in your company. My third and my last advice is really use your own personal influence. So in your meetings with your supervisors, whether they be check-in meetings, these would be more appropriate for one-on-one settings versus in a public setting. In those meetings, ensure that you are also bringing up the concerns. This is a huge concern. If it wasn't, you wouldn't be asking about it. Continue to articulate what exactly you would like to see and make sure you also pepper in facts of the benefits of having a diverse work group. SHRM, the Society of Human Resources, has really, really great resources about this topic. There's also a link there's also a link in the description that shares more information about these facts. Also, Mary, let's be honest. Sometimes we are hesitant to be the voice of DEI for there's fear for us to be pigeonholed. But if that is your fear, then that most likely means that there's misalignment with you and that organization, because chances are they have an antiquated belief of DEI, and that is not going to align well with who you are and what you need from your workplace. The thing to remember is you have to live your truth and be authentic. If you want there to be BIPOC, Black, Indigenous, people of color representation, then you have to tell them and you let them figure it out and you can help them along the way if you so choose. But the bottom line is if you don't tell them and if you don't ask for it, then two things happen. One, you're going to be in an organization that you're going to be very annoyed by because the intrinsic thing that you have for wanting to have more people of color and diversity in your organization is not going to be filled. But then the second thing is it also tells you what type of organization that you work for and if you need to make those changes to make your own pivots because it may not be aligned. This is a great question and one that I would encourage all of us to think about when we're in our workplaces. So this concludes our question for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to Safe Space for Black Girls Career Advice column, the podcast. Ladies, remember, you are magical. And girl, your ancestors live inside you. There's literally nothing you can't do. Before we go, show some love for your favorite podcast by subscribing and leaving a review. And of course, if you have a career question, do not be shy. Ask me your questions. Check out the link in the podcast description and complete your career question form. You guys have a great day.